Eric Cantona, the famous French footballer, once commented, The pressure people put on themselves and the rivalry between the teams is much more marked, and I think that's a good thing. As long as that rivalry remains within the spirit of competition, it can only spur everyone on. Hello everyone, this is Reb Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Well, today I want to take a closer look at the spirit of competition, especially as it relates to football and faith. We get started right after this. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're in the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Back in the day, the foosball table was an important fixture in the Colorado Rapids Football Club team meeting room, the place where I've worked for many years as a PR director and also as a volunteer chaplain. I remember that players would line up, sometimes waiting hours after a training session for their turn, whether it was to perfect a wrist shot or perform a deadly rollover, all while trying to avoid an Ivan, which is uh, scoring on yourself. Players would team up, they'd form brackets, they'd hold mini tournaments, and they roared with delight when scoring and winning the tourney, winning it all, or they would crumple to the ground with a defeat and the ribbing and mocking of their teammates. Well, the table that once rocked and wobbled under the weight of those players now rests quietly on the stadium's third level, a nostalgic remnant of a bygone era, with maybe an occasional game being played by media members waiting for the start of a home match. While that foosball table has gone silent, Throughout the years, the sounds of spirited competition still ring out from the team locker room as cheers and and jeers rain down while players today compete. Whether it's a fierce match of ping pong or, more properly, table tennis, or shuffleboard, or maybe it's a post-training soccer tennis match, whatever it is, there always seems to be a side game to the game that's going on in football. It may interest you to know that Christianity has at different points frowned on what some have called games of frivolity and amusement. Sport, whether a football match or a chess game, was often seen with disdain in certain epics and by certain segments within Western culture of Christianity. Part of the shift in attitude came with the Industrial Revolution back in the 1800s, when there was this realized need for people to have a greater effort towards one's personal health in the midst of the cramped working conditions of the booming cities, which had become overpopulated and polluted. Despite several faces and fronts of opposition, the development of what became known as muscular Christianity started in England and eventually made its way to the United States. The idea was that one's faith in God meant taking good care of the body that God had given. So all of a sudden, these local YMCAs were at the forefront of a rapid growth of this concept. It's something a friend of mine, William Baker, outlines in his book, Playing with God. But the pundits make a strong point. What is a religion like Christianity, one that promotes love and peace and goodwill toward men, what does Christianity do with this idea of competition? It seems at odds. It seems that there are certain parts of the Bible that condemn rivalries and competing attitudes amongst people of faith. So, what does this mean? Does this necessarily mean that all competition is bad? 
you know, we see from the beginning of time that Cain kills Abel and there's a sort of spirit of competition because Abel gave a better offering than Cain did. I've talked about that in some other podcasts. So there's other examples too in history and within literature where we see the abuses and the wrongs coming out of a spirit of competition. But are there healthy places where competition can be good? Well, I'd like to propose a couple of benefits that come from healthy competition, but first, let's define what healthy competition is. Now, what would you say are the marks of healthy competition? I'm going to give a few. Uh, Surely fairness. You know, there's certain ethics like do no harm, and, and there ought to be rules that help make a distinguishing mark about a game or an effort or a, a place of competition that we have. Even back in, in certain ancient warfare, there were, there were these rules of engagement or these rules of warfare. Those have changed certainly over time and, and a, a cor- uh, over the ages. Maybe another mark of healthy competition includes objective moderation, You know, we need to have an unbiased judge, someone who doesn't have skin in the game either way, but they can help make decisions on things that are questionable or moments where maybe uh, the, the fairness or the ethics, the rules component has been violated. And then finally, I think we need tangible outcomes. You know, there's a system of benefits and consequences that probably rightly ought to accompany healthy competition. In systems where everyone gets an A for effort or they get a medal, uh, maximized potential is really, really limited. It's, it's minimized and, and denounced. So now let's turn for a little bit and look at competition as good and beneficial. I think one of the benefits of a healthy, good spirit of competition is that it helps one grow and mature. In Proverbs chapter 27, 17, it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We can see that competition helps create space for improvement, whether that's individually as a person or corporately in the case of a team or the setting of a team or a nation. It often can serve as a higher purpose for those things. Another passage from the Bible, Hebrews 10.24 says, Let us consider how we might spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Uh, That spur word uh, goes back and links back to what Cantona was saying about he saw within the spirit of competition and rivalry, as long as we stay within certain bounds, that it kind of helps everyone to reach and achieve these things. I think implicit within these biblical texts is the idea that many times we need to be challenged, we need to be encouraged to get to a higher level than we can achieve on our own. And healthy competition is one such way to attain and achieve that higher level. Well, a second good and beneficial thing that comes from a healthy spirit of competition is that it helps to accomplish more transcendent purposes. There's an incident that the Apostle Paul mentions in the book of Philippians. Paul's been imprisoned in Rome. Some different people were helping spread Christianity through preaching. Some people, because Paul was in prison, were motivated to stand in the gap and work harder to make up for Paul's absence. Others, though, they saw it as an opportunity, and they were really trying to make a name for themselves and spread their own influence, not at all concerned about how their actions and their their deeds might affect Paul himself. In fact, some of them were hoping that Paul would be sidelined longer because of their actions. So Paul writes to the church at Philippi and he says these these words. He says, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. You can find that in Philippians 
Now, an example of this I'm, I might see at a football club might be when a starting player goes down with an injury, the reserve player will say, I never would wish an injury on anyone. But truth be told, that player does desire a chance to play and a desire to prove their own ability. And that situation, albeit maybe tragic or, or unfortunate, that situation allows that player the opportunity to show themselves, to prove themselves. Now, depending on the team results, especially winning, the attitude of both players, the starter who maybe went down with injury and the reservist who steps in and stands into the gap, whatever those results are will reveal each one's approach to a sense of healthy competition, a spirit of healthy competition. Is the more transcendent value of the team's success, is that going to take precedence over an individual's desire to play and perform? Sometimes it's a real struggle in team sports. I've seen it many, many times. An example of this, I think, is beautifully captured in the American football film, Rudy, where the true life story of Daniel Rudiger, who played for the Notre Dame college football team, is featured. Throughout the film, Rudiger, or Rudy, consistently puts his teammates over and above himself. He puts them first and he gives his all, whether it's in the training session or, or just getting ready for the next game. He gives all of himself for the betterment and for the sake of the team. It's a wonderful film. I encourage you to watch it if you haven't. Well, in the bounds of healthy competition, there are these key values and considerations, and I believe that there's a place where one's faith can be lived out well. In closing today, I want to pray a blessing over the competitions that remain for you. Perhaps your season is just starting, or maybe your season's winding down, but no matter, I pray that you will approach each situation each moment of competition with a healthier sense and a healthier spirit for that play and for that game. Heavenly Father, in the midst of our strivings and competitions, may we not lose sight of the eternal crown, the wreath of victory that you have in mind for us to attain. May we compete with honor and grace. May we uphold the virtue of giving you glory. May we place others' needs before our own needs, whether for success or wealth victory or fame. Let us be sharpened by those opposed to us. Let us keep in mind the bigger picture, that which is most important. Let us run, let us compete, let us play for the glory of your name. Amen. Well, this is Reb Brad praying a spirit of healthy competition dwell in each of you and coming to you from the touchline.